Hey everybody, welcome to our new, we think, Conversations and Cases. cases. Yep. Well, we wanted to start, we thought it'd be fun to, well, part of it is conversations, I kind of like conversations and cases. Conversation cases with Dr. Amy and Eric? Sure. We don't even know. Anyway, you can tell us what it is. Well, here's the thing. We wanted, we've been having a lot of on the side conversations and we're always like, oh, we should talk about that. Like our one today is on discipline. And we have a lot of really great case studies that we also want to share because in this past year and a half, we have seen some amazing Mm -hmm. impact. Um, And I think it's so awesome that we can, you know, these are things that you can do at home by a lot of it is implementing these lifestyle and these pillar changes. Now, sometimes it's um, some testing that we'll do, but a lot of it has to do with just educating ourselves on how we can optimize this body. So we're going to have, um, yeah, a little topic each week, our conversation, and then share one patient case. It is. But you're right, confidential. <laughs> yes. Um, not the, sharing specific The conversation this week, we were kind of talking about, well, we have uh, the Opt to Change a 21-day mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, impact to the patients that are in that right now, or just members, um, are that um, they're seeing amazing results, which we would all imagine is the case. Mm -hmm. When you dive in and create the changes that are in this program, and those are add, you know, colors of the rainbow, eliminate sugars, you know, ultra processed foods, Mm -hmm. and um, we give you bite-sized pieces that allow you to do it on a daily basis, right? Across and even in pillars. all the fillers, yeah. And it's, um, <laughs> it's, we're, I mean, some of the people are like, I love it. It's just a daily, you know, I know, I just jump in there, figure out what I got to do today, do it. You tell me, I'll and do it. <laughs> you tell me, I do it. And they're feeling amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that's true. I mean, it work, this works every time, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it is something that we find that we do at least quarterly or as needed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, when we and, get, we and need and a so reset the holidays, after the holidays. We, we, just, yeah. we just did it uh, here recently mm-hmm. uh, after the holidays. But um, the, the conversation that came up was that uh, discipline in, in general ends up being uh, probably one of the characteristics that if you have discipline the stuff that we have to share with you, if you implement it, works mm-hmm. almost every time. Like well, 95, 99% of the time. And I think the conversation came up because I was talking about, um, well, we were talking about the opt to change and how it does create discipline in your life. And after you've done something for 21 days straight, you're more likely to, I mean, it literally changes our like brain synapses and connections right and our chemicals in our body and so we do things become more habitual and so that's part of it but we also were talking about it that discipline it is it is creating discipline because every day you kind of have these check boxes and like our brain you mentioned this last night something about you know our brain we like to fit in and we like to check the boxes and yeah, um, safety right if we fit in that's a safe thing and so like, when you get in this little, um, when you get in your app and then, you know, you're following this program and you're checking it off. I mean, I think sometimes that alone just 
given us structure, our brain likes structure, we like all of that. I think it's a little bit of it too, is maybe that dopamine <laughs> boost that you get. Obviously, when you're when you're breathing and you're lowering your stress the and you're eating center. well and you're moving and you're sleeping, your dopamine boosts anyway. But I do think there's something about the reward. Like you did it, you know, every day you check off your boxes and all that. I mean, we part of it came because I was talking about my discipline with the move pillar since I committed to doing this many marathons with uh, our daughter. Uh, with your daughter. I am not totally... doing it. My body does not allow me anymore. But I always like put that on the back burner. I mean, you know, it's, it's, we each have our thing, right? Some people, the eat gets put on the back burner. Some people, the sleep, whatever. Um, some people, it's the breathe pillar. But I think we all have our imbalance in our four pillars. And I think we naturally are better at some things than others. But isn't it funny how um, committing to something like that and having a goal is is making me so much more disciplined i think part of the challenge too in in our culture is that people want it immediately and i think those members that have been these patients that have been with us for a year and a half mm -hmm. have heard and we built their fund of knowledge for the four pillars and what does optimal living look like doesn't mean that they have implemented it right and so i think the implementation or to create the experience so one's knowledge the other is the experience you go through a 21-day program you're full in on what the experience is if you're disciplined like if you truly do everything we tell you you're a completely different person the synapses connections in the brain i love what you were saying the cells in the cornea change every day yeah, like brand new week. the gut every yeah, week and days. so we're changing and when you start to apply these these changes that we're recommending in, in diet and stress and movement and sleep, um, that those cells, when they divide, are so healthy. When they divide, you have two healthy cells, right? I mean, it's just amazing uh, how quick this can impact your body from these little, little, little bitty lifestyle changes that we're asking you to do. It's, it's a massive impact. Uh, the efficacy's off the chart. I, do you think um, our society is more or less disciplined than it was I 30 think, years ago? I think you take our members, the people that I coach on a regular basis, and the, the big, the, the hardest hurdle ends up being uh, how busy everyone is. And so that busyness is tied to stress, stress then some days it maybe feels like we're just trying to get by. We're reactive. And then of, yeah. we want our little pleasures. So we still have, we still do things that aren't best for us. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but enough to create an impact that's not beneficial to uh, the body, to our mind, to our longevity. Mm -hmm. And so we do need to start to pull back from either manage, I don't think our stress really goes away, but we, I think we have to manage the stresses um, that are in our life. And in some cases, and this has happened mm -hmm. with some of our members, you got to remove yourself from the stress. If it's too great and you truly can't manage it, then you got to ask yourself the question, um, is this healthy for me and my longevity? And then how important is your longevity? Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so we're doing that you know, on a daily basis as we work on a weekly basis as we work with our patients yeah. to find that discipline because that's the key. And what is keeping you from that discipline? Like you said, I think that is, we, we always say the breathe pillar, we always start with the breathe pillar because I think stress in our fast-paced society is like this big hurdle to get over 
or you know it's kind of it's this impedance that it's no, like no, you, you can't can, you can't get rid of mm -hmm. it well you're right and but unless you're changing you jobs could, which is hard for many people to say hey, yeah i'm just gonna quit what i'm doing mm -hmm. but it's managing the stress and even saying okay two minutes a day of I'm going to just sit here and breathe and be in this moment, get myself out of this sympathetic, stressed out state, get into the more parasympathetic mode. Then I'm less reactive to things that are coming at me and I can be more disciplined. And the mood pillar. You and I both know when we were in our stress, and this is less stress, I think, mm -hmm. when, even though you're working with me. But, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day when we had more stress, I mean, we used our exercises as a way to kind of reset mm -hmm. and get some of those happy hormones in a good way so that was our happiness check off mm -hmm. versus oh i'm gonna have you know a chai latte with a bunch of sugar in it you yeah. know as my little <laughs> happiness treat for the day because i made it through a stressful day right and so we got to find ways of um taking those little happy pleasures that we think we need mm -hmm. um and let them be healthier for us <laughs> well I, again back to the program i think as we were making this and this has been something we've been doing for years right mm -hmm. and oh, it works. and and i think coaching our patients then we were like okay let's put this into something that we can weave in every day and so we have all these little pearls um i'm thinking like even sleep right we have all these pearls and we have at first the first part's like why is sleep important and then it's like okay how can we then start getting more sleep right and then, right. And then even down sleep. to like apps or different things that you can use and I think all these pillars if we could spend the time and think about that even with stress right like okay we know why it's important to get a hold of the stress we know the health effects and then now it's like okay how and then little bite-sized pieces and pearls that people now hopefully can sustain and weave into their right. life down to the eat too I think we did a lot with a big heavy on the eat um getting a grasp well, on we that because right. you know that is probably 80%, the hardest you've thing. told me it's 80 percent intake 20 percent exercise for by way of weight management yeah yeah it is and, you still have to uh, exercise every day ideally well but maybe it, a rest day once or twice yeah a week. yeah yeah um yeah and then i think with the whole eat thing too um talking about discipline with eating our society makes it so easy to grab fast food, you know, or fast, unhealthy, ultra-processed food on the go, right? It's cheap and it's everywhere. Massive and, uh, rewards to the brain for the sugar, for the ultra-processed foods, for, you know, some and of it the is kinda, I think tickling right, the reward. chemicals are mm -hmm. um, splendor as some of the other um, sugars what did you say it's like 800 times sweeter sweeter than sugar the brain the signal in our brain <laughs> it's like yeah. ooh, yeah. don't ever forget yeah. that one yeah. i mean it's terrible well a lot of our um whatever it's not just all patients that are doing our 21 day but um, attendees or participants in our 21 day have also commented that um, how much more time it's taking at the grocery, right? Oh, and, yeah. and not in a negative way, but they're just shocked because we are having people read labels and look for added sugars it does and look happen. for chemicals. I mean, when we go to the store and I'm like looking at labels, because I look at almost every label now, mm -hmm. um, is that, yeah, there's people trying to just get down the row, mm -hmm. right? It's like a two-way street and uh, they cram so much stuff in. It's, mm -hmm. they need more room. Um, like a little 
bike lane on the side for people that want to read labels. Yeah, <laughs> Reading labels only, Reading right labels. here. That's so funny. For the safety of the people in the grocery store. <laughs> but again, that, so what is it that some people feel really drawn to that discipline of like, I'm going to read every label and I really want to spend time food prepping and others, that is a bigger challenge for them to stay disciplined with that eat pillar. What, what do you think, where does that come from? Is it just, we're born that well, way? Well, I, I think we're busier too, right? I mean, think about, and we've done a really good job of getting super efficient with food prep and, and uh, we can crank out an amazing dinner like in 15 Fast. minutes. Mm -hmm. like, and it's not like we're like in here running around and stumbling over each other. We just mm -hmm. have done it so many mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and on the days that we're like, okay, we got to get out the door, we do our smoothie. You know, right, right. I mean, it'll take a 16 ounce cup, we've got our frozen berries, water to three, you know, halfway up with frozen berries, three quarters with water. Mm -hmm. I throw in two scoops of the, you know, MediClear stuff and uh, flaxseed, I dump that in. Uh, yeah. Don't even measure greens. stuff. I just and then greens, greens yeah. blend it up. It's yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. That covers me to lunch. I don't mm -hmm. feel like I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, it's just getting creative. And again, us helping you with this fund of knowledge on how to do it, and then finding opportunities to implement mm -hmm. uh, what you know, so that down the road you can say, when I do this, I feel this way. When I do that, I feel that way. Right, I vote this way, and occasionally we're going to do it that way yeah. <laughs> versus this way, and we have to be okay with that. But we also need to recognize the impact of doing it in a more negative way to the body, mm -hmm. and and there's times at which we have to be disciplined and say, this isn't serving me well, mm -hmm. right? I think also a lot of times we're so busy taking care of everyone else or you know, putting ourselves last. And that is something through this 21 day too, is that we talk about You ladies a lot, do that maybe is, more than us men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, but you know, I, again, I think, you know, whatever, work and school and kids and family and parents and this and then responsibilities. So it's like, oh, I can't, I don't have time or I can or I have to, whatever. Right. Um, so I think it's realizing like this is our one vehicle we're going to have in our life. And we also need to realize that we have to invest in this and we have to love ourselves enough to feel that we deserve this. We, we have to have it to just live and survive. It's, it's crucial to our ultimate health, whether that's emotional, mental, physical health, that we truly step back. And I think there are these aha moments where people, it hits people, right? Whether you start getting older or you get sick or something happens. I think a lot of time that really is that aha moment, but I really think we all need to just right now where we are. Step if you can just life. look at us as the most complex living thing on this planet mm -hmm. and say, why was I given this life? Number one. And then two, shouldn't I take good care of it? It's like someone gives you a Lamborghini. Would you just never change the oil? Would you never clean it? Right. We would never do that. But yet we are, you know, a million times more complex than a Lamborghini and it's been given to us. Mm -hmm. It was free. Mm -hmm. We should, even at that, from that perspective, 
recognize the importance in, and um, really what we're charged to do as uh, trying to support uh, this most complex living thing that's been given to us, the mm -hmm. physical human body. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we've got, that was a long discussion, conversation. <laughs> Um, do you have a case that's pretty yeah. cool? Yeah. And you're, um, you've been talking more and more about the gut. You're like, oh my God, there is just so many gut things going on. Mm -hmm. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, it, it's kind of related to that. I actually, so I've seen so much autoimmunity is what I was going to talk about. Well, and, what and does that even mean? Talks about the gut. So autoimmune auto means auto is its um, self. So you're turning on your immune system is turning on yourself. So autoimmune right. diseases are anything. Because normally it would turn on a virus. Correct. A, a, our antigen, immune system, right? right? So viruses, bacteria, yes. fungus, and chemicals. That's what our immune system is meant to manage, but autoimmune right? Autoimmune is it's, it's it's for some reason it gets attacking itself. And it itself. So rheumatoid arthritis, it'll attack joints and or lupus it can connect or I mean attach or attack connective tissue or organs um, there's thyroid there's Hashimoto's thyroiditis where it will attack the thyroid um, so I've been seeing so many autoimmune cases and um, so and you we'll have probably personal experience be talking, with this I do I do I um, I had an autoimmune um, disease called antiphospholipid antibody syndrome when I was pregnant um, well, not uh, with the first child, but on the it subsequent developed after, children. Mm -hmm, uh, after my first pregnancy, I had two pregnancy losses. One was like halfway uh, through. It was awful. And literally, this was, what, 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we were just starting to be on the cusp of learning about some of these autoimmune things. You made your things. little Jake. And figured it then, out. Um, so, for some reason, my body was forming antibodies that were attacking the placenta and the blood vessels and forming clots that the flow couldn't get to the baby. And that's just one example. And that's right? one There's example. There's a ton of mm -hmm. examples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, well, and so maybe I'll talk about that as our case. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've well, got, case? And as the, yeah, and as the future goes, um, there's a lot of great cases and a lot of them will be autoimmune that we'll talk about. But, um, so my case... Um, I had to be on blood thinners and aspirin to sustain the pregnancy, which was awesome, and so I did. And then so I did that for my second the and blood third. Going to the baby. Mm -hmm. And I was able to carry them to term and have them. So we have Jacob and Lucy now from that. Um, and so fast forward, um, I didn't realize like what was perpetuating this autoimmunity stuff, right? And, um, and even my thyroid was off my ANA, which is another anti-nuclear antibody, um, was high. And so they weren't really sure um, at the time. So they were like, as long as, you know, when you're pregnant, you need to treat it. Otherwise, there's nothing we can do. Well, then I started discovering and reading Dr. Hyman's book. And this was probably 2006. Um, and this light bulb went off and I was, he was talking a lot about food and your immune system and autoimmunity. And, um, so I did his elimination diet and I think I did like 10 days and I felt like a new person. I had asthma before that. I mm. had allergies. I had gut issues. I feel like I was always more swollen. I did have a bigger, like a more swollen face. Um, and I thought I, was, <laughs> I thought I was, um, you know, doing all the right things. I was eating low fat food and, 
Um, but I was eating gluten and dairy and all the things that I didn't know at the time and exercised all the time, but I was extremely stressed and I didn't sleep. Um, because I was obviously, you know, finished residency and was working a lot and raising a family. Um, but the interesting thing, so just through those food and then later I went ahead and did some gut testing and, um, we did our um, nutritional testing and that. And through all of that, my antibodies now are all negative. And like my That's ANA, cool. my thyroid was so abnormal. So this is that epigenetic, these switches that, yeah, that turned yeah. off and on? So your DNA, obviously aspects of it, that you're not going to change your color of your eyes. Right. But there are certain things that have... Gene expression. Gene expression. Mm-hmm. So and I was obviously that prone to that. Food that you were putting in your body and my thyroid too my thyroid my tsh was high and um so i just uh there's an interesting thing called molecular mimicry and so i have hashimoto's and so i have antibodies that again for some reason most of the time it's with a virus interestingly after i had covid mine got triggered again but again i just really honed in and got more strict with my four pillars and my gut health um and anyway so back to these antibodies you know there's something called molecular mimicry and so one common example is a lot of times like if people uh, the wheat molecule, there's a part of it that looks a lot like thyroid molecule. So wheat is not necessarily the cause of the thyroid. A lot of times they think people get Hashimoto's because maybe a virus or something triggers them to, um, confuses their immune system, right? So you get this virus and your immune system gets all turned on and your antibodies are all on and it gets kind of confused and it starts making antibodies to a body part. And so in this case, thyroid. Well, that molecular mimicry with the wheat and the thyroid, um, the body, every time you eat wheat, the body will um, make more antibodies. And then so it just keeps making more and more antibodies to attack the thyroid because it's, it kind of looks at the wheat as that. Now, and I won't say that's in every single case, but many times, and in mine, it was a huge impact. And so getting rid of wheat, I mean, I'm not celiac. I've done tests and all of this, but... Um, getting rid of the wheat was probably the biggest impact in dairy on my health. And I had really did it through not expensive testing. Did the food elimination mm. at the time. I didn't know back in 2006 and seven about some of the other tests, which honestly, I mean, they're helpful. They're just not always 100%, like if you do allergy or food tests. Um, so I really think those elimination diets are huge. We've done that a lot with our patients. It amazes me that the age range that it impacts. Like we just, you were just chatting with someone yesterday mm-hmm. about this. A 20-year-old. Yes, very young. Um, and how this food is impacting and um, she doesn't how want the to. body interprets mm-hmm. um, things um, and, mm-hmm. and even maybe in some cases attacking it. Well, and I think our, our immune system, again, you're, like you said, it's, it needs to be ready and on so that like if we do get a virus or an infection or we get, you know, something comes in foreign, our body, we have a strong immune system that can manage it. Um, I also think, um, and this is, you know, there's a lot of unknowns, but there's a lot of research going on about just the change in our food today, right? And Um, chemicals and things that are put in our food, it is a foreign object or foreign substance to Mm -hmm. our body. And so our immune system gets more stress than usual. 
also it's gotta be um, super confused like what in the world i mean unless you're truly eating plant-rich whole foods Mm -hmm. with no chemicals on them Mm -hmm. organic non uh uh, non um thank you yeah yeah yeah. uh you know i mean can you imagine what our body's Mm -hmm. really doing Mm -hmm. The conversations inside is like, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I'm tired. And so immune system, beyond, beyond. But I'm telling you, when I made these changes, I was sick all the time. I was, um, I mean, it was exhausting to me. (laughs) No, but I was on antibiotics all the time, which then would just disrupt my gut more. And that was stressing out my immune system because, you know, over 70% of your immune system resides you in your are much gut. more pleasant to be so, around today oh, stop yeah, but i am i am i am i'm i feel better my energy no, is better my health healthier. is better i haven't been on an antibiotic in so long but so my case but we want this is for everyone one, right but this is your I could, case. i'm telling you there are so many patients out there that uh. we've impacted in this manner by focusing on gut and food and these pillars because stress Maybe also it was good that you affects it, it. because and you I, know I it's do real. think that was part of but that's why i patients. we out. want them to experience the differences when they change mm-hmm. how they behave in mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. you're right these across these four swim lanes how do you manage stress are you eating super smart right mm-hmm. move a little bit every day and get a good night's sleep it's and amazing. you know what they're all all important yeah, i know you it's can't like a you table can't cheat with on four one. legs I've if you more, cheat you're going to be wobbly and out of balance. I used to sleep when I just poo-pooed, mm-hmm. and I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. Just man- the brain manages stress better. It operates better. Memory's better. Everything mm-hmm. seems to be better when I get my seven to eight hours of yeah. sleep. Good and I can sleep. tell, yeah, stress is my big thing, too, that is a big trigger for me. So I know we're all different, but, um, yeah, so it's exciting. We're um, Conversations and cases. So that was a good... Good uh, case. Thank you for sharing that. Very yeah. personal. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have any other, um, I guess, things that you want us to discuss, throw them over. Uh, be more happy to uh, conversations to that you want us to have. Otherwise, we're just going to keep throwing the ones that we have all the time. Uh, <laughs> we are wishing you guys a wonderful day. Take care.